Welcome everybody to Breaking the Rules. And we're gonna say Vanderpump ones because we coming up on some Vanderpump. <laughs> January 30th, premiere, season 11. Yeah, man. Exciting shit. Are you excited? I'm pretty sure everyone is excited. I know that everybody is freaking out because there's been so many spoilers and there were people following, you know, paparazzi following the cast everywhere they went. Mm -hmm. But it is clear through the editing on the trailers that there's a lot of tea going to be spilt (laughs) during season 11. I think the biggest shock to everyone, and it's caused a lot of backlash for Sheena, was the spill on uh, her, Tom saying, Schwartz saying to Lala that he kissed Sheena in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I heard that. the way he said it, though, he was like, and I say like, now I sound like fucking Tom Sandoval. He said, Let's get a counter up. He said, like Sheena. That was something that I caught very clearly. It was not exactly Sheena, it was like Sheena. Yeah. So everybody thought it was the lookalike, the Sheena lookalike from, oh my gosh, was it season seven or season eight? When Tom and Katie got remarried in Vegas because they never filed their marriage certificate. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it is not her. Katie confirmed on Vile Files uh-huh. that it is not the Sheena lookalike from Vegas. So, And she said that when Sheena responded to fans and said that she did not kiss him, that she was talking nuances. What? <laughs> She was talking nuances, so... I see. Like, saying that... <clears throat> Nick Vile made a joke. He was like, so you mean, like, they didn't make out, but they kissed. Like, mm. kind of like semantics. Yeah. Nuances, yeah. semantics. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think? Like, do you think they kissed? I could see that possible. Oh, I can definitely see it possible. I can only see it possible because I feel like she's a Bravo slut. Yeah. I mean, I started rewatching old seasons. I don't know why I do this to myself, but the confessionals of her saying that in her 20s she liked to bang Rams and Charger players, I could not. Hey, man. I mean, I feel like she was like... At least she didn't say Raiders, I guess. I just said like twice again. I am seriously going to slap myself. Next, she'll be saying literally. (laughs) I will not. Girl, I will not do that either. Girl. And sorry, my voice is a little bit under the weather. So my apologies. We are in the Northeast we're bracing for a storm and we never got it. Just so y'all know. Yeah. We never got it. We got rain, lots of rain. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of sleet and ice this morning, but then it got warm, so it is no more. But I figured we'd kind of talk about some VPR news and I have a, a blind item, secret spoiler. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. I'm getting excited because our following has grown so much. We have like 21,000 followers on TikTok, like 7,000 followers on Instagram. I love to share not only clips from this podcast, but clips that are relevant to the shows that we cover on this podcast um, and clips from their podcast. So like clips from Stassi's podcast and Sheena's and Lala's. Nick Vile, and sometimes two teas in a pod, sometimes, um, I can't even think. <laughs> I feel like I, I live, 
other than like hanging out in the evening with mm-hmm. you. I get up very early and work work the creator because I do have a full-time job, a corporate job. Up. And I go to bed. <laughs> Seriously, we pass in the whims of the night. Um, I don't know how we do that. I don't know, man. So I don't know. Sometimes you do go to sleep and yeah. end up getting up at the same time that I do. It depends. But... <clears throat> Lots of stuff going on. Like, Bravo is blowing the fuck up right now. Yeah, it is. Like, so we watch, we watch Salt Lake City. Yep. And that's been a hot fucking mess this week. Crazy. Like, social media has been out of control. Mm-hmm. I know how I feel. I've been pretty vocal with how I feel on the page. I'm not a Monica Stan, and I know that that has been said about me. I'm not a Monica Stan. I do like Monica. I think she's amazing fucking television. And it's iconic as fuck that she got herself on that show. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's iconic as fuck. That is iconic behavior. It's pretty cool. And pretty she cool. didn't get there and disappoint. Yeah. Even before this was revealed... And that was one of the best filmed episodes of Housewives ever. Even before that happened, she delivered. She delivered with sarcasm and antics and just craziness all season. And I loved every second of it. When she made fun of Lisa Barlow's voice, that was probably my favorite part of one of my favorite parts of the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, because you voice like this. I don't know. But I don't believe Tanisha. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some things that she's saying, and she's the hairdresser that blew all this up, and former best friend of Monica. I don't believe her. Um, I'm sure some of the stuff that she's saying is truthful, but when you start off by saying, I didn't start that page, but... They did use an email of mine. You know, I didn't start that page that was used to stalk people. But they did use an email of mine, and that email was created to stalk my ex. So that's red flag number one, okay? Right. There's red flag number one. Red flag number two is she is adamant about not getting into a conversation that involves anyone that is going to damn or rebuttal anything that she's saying. So I've seen that she's been on a couple lives. I know that some people have not been able to join because they did not have enough following. So there was a little bit of angst there, but I know there was other people that offered for them to come on through their page and they did not um, because she was adamant on them not. Mm -hmm. That's another red flag for me. Like, you should be able to face your accuser. Period. Just like she wants to face and, you know, rebuttal the claims against her. Because mm-hmm. I feel like she does have that right 100%. But when you start doing a little bit of weird shit, like I'm seeing, yeah. like refusing to talk to a certain uh, outlet, but then saying you'll sell a story to them. You're selling stories about your former best friend. This is not just somebody you knew and you have secrets on. This is your former best friend. Like, there is nothing in this world that would make me sell out my former best friend. And I am saying former best friend. There's just nothing. I don't care what happens. I'm not going to spill your secrets. Just so you know, I'm the best friend ever. (laughs) Best friend, that's me. Sorry, I'm going to say I'm sorry for my voice like a hundred times this episode. But anyway, that's kind of how I feel. So how do you feel about everything that's going on? Because I did make him watch the episode (laughs) and see Gossip Girl revealed. I mean, it was exciting. Uh, (laughs) I don't... uh, I guess I didn't... Know a lot about... 
everybody else is, though. Well, I feel like that's kind of what the public is, a lot of the public is saying that, you mean to tell me Heather Gay is making a big deal about this and she didn't make a big deal about that bitch stealing millions of dollars from the elderly and disabled? And getting a black eye. (laughs) Her throwing that in was the weirdest part ever for me. Like, it didn't even make sense when she said, we did this for Jen and we're not going to do this for you. You did what for Jen? Lied for her? We know you lied for her, Heather. We know you're still lying. That's why I don't like you at all. You are not a cast that I care for. What's crazy is I haven't really ever been a fan of Meredith. And I'm kind of a fan of her this season. This season, she has delivered almost every fucking episode. Craziness. I like craziness. As long as it's not delusional craziness. It depends. (laughs) Who's delusional crazy that you like? just saying in general (laughs) it's just entertaining yeah Yeah. um but anyway hit the tiktok page give us your thoughts on it or you know follow the podcast hit us with comments under this episode let us know what you think i'm dying to know what everybody thinks about this situation and where they stand are you monica are you heather are you none of them are you none of them lying bitches? You standing in the middle, just watching to see what happens. Well, I can tell you 100%, 100%, this is my conscious decision. I will never visit Salt Lake City. That place is full of some motherfucking crazy... Yeah, I didn't want to bash. Crooked, <laughs> crooked people. Like, I'm sorry if we have Salt Lake listeners. I'm really, really sorry. It is absolutely gorgeous. But y'all are living amongst some crazy motherfuckers out there. Yeah. No, thank you. So, the next thing we're going to talk about is crazy as well. Uh, the Trace Amigas is, Amigas is no more. Where'd it go? Uh, it's going to be... The Shannon and Vicky show, they kicked Tamara to the fucking curb. You know how exciting it will be. <laughs> I don't really like, and this is really bad for me because I've always loved Tamara, but I don't really like any of them right now. No. I don't really care for any of them right now. And <clears throat> it's because you're only as good as your last episode, and I did not care for this season yeah, for Tamara. Um, I, I miss like, and I'd have to go back to a season and rewatch. I'm not good with my memory, but I definitely am thinking this is crazy. I can't wait to hear Tamara's reaction. I'm just going to lay a gauntlet down and say, Mm -hmm. I would, I'll bet you I'll bet you a week straight of sex (laughs) that they interview Alexis on the podcast now on two T's in a pod because they just kicked her out. Oh yeah. I just think there's going to be a retaliation. It's Tamra. Come on. It's Tamra fucking judge. She is going to throw a gauntlet down. I know she is. Want to bet? Always. Okay, so if I lose, I that's going to happen. What happens if I win? I don't know, man. You cook dinner for a week? Yeah, I usually do. No, you don't. Usually. You, I will give you credit. You cook dinner probably for four days a week. Yeah, maybe five. Yeah, maybe five some days or some weeks. We'll yeah. I will agree with that. You know I'm. You know I give you credit when credits due. I mean, I, I'm. De- I work late, so I have been doing better though. Work life balance is getting better for me. Um, so that's crazy. I just think that's gonna happen, and I'm so excited because they're getting ready to start filming. 
this is going to be probably the best season of OC since I don't even know. I don't even know when OC was this good. Been back in Vicky's crazy days. It is back in, <laughs> like, uh, Brooks. Yeah. Brooks. This is going to be the likes of Brooks yeah. Yeah. season. Yeah. It's good, babe. Okay. Uh, so, spoiler, we got a blind item from a follower. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. So, everybody on our page loves Stassi fucking Schroeder. Yeah. Clark. Um, we love her, too. I do. You don't. It's hit and miss. It's hit and miss for him. You like the sarcasm, and you definitely love her family lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and her dark side. <laughs> the funny side is great of her. Uh, but everybody on the TikTok page goes wild over her post, goes wild over the kids, the family. They're always, like, tagging Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Guess what, guys? Scout Production and some of its producers have started following her and they've started linking up. They are connected to just about every platform. Netflix, Hulu, Peacock. There's like two or three more. All of them. Yeah, all of them. them. And (laughs) so I just think I'm going to throw a... A tea out there now and say that I think that they have a reality show in the works. Oh, I think yeah. the Clarks is coming. Name them. Name them. <laughs> name them. I can't name the people because then everybody will know. <laughs> everybody will know who the producers are and then they will go follow them and then they'll be like stalking them and I don't want to do that. But I love the followers that give me all the blind items. So keep them coming. I mean, we've gotten some, some spoofs on. Some good interaction lately. Yeah, we have. Finally, we have. I know. I love it. Like, where's the feedback? I know. He kept saying, "Have we not got any comments or feedback at all?" We did get another blind item from Southern Charm. Oh yeah. Somebody got a little way wasted with Craig, and he told them that. Taylor and Austin did fuck of course they did. multiple times. So he seems to think they did. Now, whether it's just one of those things that Craig is saying, like panda bears don't exist. I mean, <laughs> have you seen one in person? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, of all. I'm joking, people. <laughs> okay, I was getting ready to say, of all people in the world, this man loves the zoo. I love zoos. <laughs> when we lived in St. Louis, the zoo was free, and it was like yeah, it was. the best thing in the fucking world. Yeah, they have the best up. zoo. Yeah, that city part. They, they do. That kind of stuff. We loved that part of St. Louis. I miss it. Yeah. I do yeah. miss it. I'm not gonna lie. Some days I cry. <laughs> Sitting here, snowy people. Oh, and then we. And then we go up on the hill and look around, and it's so fucking beautiful. Oh, we need to build up on that hill. That's what needs to happen. I need a barn dominium, babe. (laughs) Please. That's what we need. One day we're going to have a barn dominium up on that hill. (laughs) He just spent the entire day fixing our furnace. So, what the fuck ever. Don't let him fucking fool you. It's because it needs parts. Which he ordered, but like come on, like you're don't don't lie. Well that's stuff I've been trained on. (laughs) (laughs) Babe. Okay, let's be honest, people. He has literally been trained on fucking everything. I I have, it's weird. (laughs) Any name them. Okay. Name them. Um, bicycles. Whatever you need, I can probably answer. Um, automobiles. Computers. 
Um, games. Cooking. Cooking. He went to chef school. I did for a while, for a year. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, furnaces? Yeah. Electrical. Yeah, electrical. All your electrical needs. Oh, he can work on your helicopter, too. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. That's, that's pretty intense, babe. And build guns. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, yeah, you can. Yeah. And you can see cool stuff like that in my... If there's any guys out there, uh, you know, looking for some content, give them your handle. It's Yeti the Ranger. Yeti the Ranger. So please go give him a follow if uh, you like that kind of guy stuff. I promised him that he's gonna get like his his minutes to talk about what's exciting to him each episode. So what's exciting to you right now, babe? Um, this marks the one year, um, mark of Ken Buck's death, so a lot of, um, you know, memory, um, I can't think of the word right now, sorry, DBI, (laughs) um, there's a lot of memories going on right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool throwback. So stuff like that you'll see on my page, along with other adrenaline pumping things. <laughs> he loves all the exciting, fun, uh, junky, adrenaline junky stuff. Yeah. He's a lot. Uh, he's a lot more uh, fun-filled adventurous than I am. <laughs> He did a lot of really cool shit when we lived in the Pacific Northwest. And he did say to you guys, um, when he couldn't think of that word, he does. And I don't know if we've ever even talked about this on here. Um, He has a TBI. So if you don't know what that is, he has a traumatic brain injury. He got it while he was overseas and uh, serving in the military working really, really long shifts, like 20 to 40 hours at a time because there wasn't very many of them left over there at the time. And he was the the last group that came home, and he ended up um, passing out from exhaustion, and on the way down, he hit his head pretty hard. And he when he came home, he was good, mm-hmm. and a couple months later suffered some pretty extensive um, damage to... Yeah, damage. frontal lobe and so he he has some some pretty he has hemiplegic migraines and some different issues with trying to gather thoughts and words so sometimes you might think he's quiet on here he isn't i don't like to put him on the spot um and i just did so i'm sorry about that oh no i kind of put myself on there too just trying to put my page out Trying to get more than 70 followers. Yeah, I love it, though. He's been doing a lot of work to his truck, yeah. which is kind of the inspiration and in what he started the page for. Yeah. He he does a lot of work to it in his free time because he is medically retired and takes care of the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff here. <laughs> and we love him for it because yeah. we have six dogs Six cats, three inside and three outside in the barn. We have a hundred-year-old barn outside. Yeah. Um, back to crazy ass. Sorry about that, no, you're fine. <laughs> I love I love that we're fitting that in. Um, back to some crazy ass uh, Bravo news. Um, I just I, I'm gonna end with. I think I feel a little bit sorry for, um, well, I I won't end with that because we do have one more thing. Um, poor Southern charm. So I feel like they probably should have started them sooner. Yeah. It just was a really, really bad time. What do you mean? Um, I just feel like with everything going on with Salt Lake City and it airing at the exact same time, even reunion, like reunion starts for them next week and reunion starts for Salt Lake City like, we're still going to be unpacking the shit that happens on Salt Lake City when Southern Charm airs on Thursday. 
Like, I'm still going to be re-watching. <laughs> Which is crazy. You don't want to re-watch it. I have to re-watch things or I don't catch everything. I know. You know this. You laughed because you said we, like, watched VPR, like, four times. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I watched four times. I think you watched twice. I'll watch Subliminally. you do watch some shit subliminally like dr death when i was watching it the other morning at like four o'clock in the morning i was watching dr death season two and he was like i turned it on and watched because i walked away and like came in to log into work and i left it playing and he was like sleeping (laughs) and when season when i played the last episode to finish watching it this evening he was like i remember this how do i remember this just bits and pieces of it subliminal it's in your head but i just feel sorry for southern charm is all i was saying like i feel like if they would have started them a little sooner to where they would have ended you know, last week, reunion would have been done last week before this madness began. I think they needed some more time, honestly. Uh, the last Bravo update we have is Ariana fucking sued Tom, bitches. Get out. Get out right now. That's, that's what it made me think of. Yeah. She uh, sued him and Really what she's suing him for is he's throwing a fit and is like, we have to agree on it. I want to buy her out, but I want to offer her pennies on the thousands and want her to accept that. He wants to try and control the narrative still, like still trying to fucking control the narrative because he's like, but I paid the mortgage here and there and uh, like, stop it. Fucking stop it. Yeah. You sell the you house. I mean, right. Of course you're going to pay the mortgage. You sell the house. And if there is more that you owe and that fucking mortgage you took out, you're responsible for that. And you don't get to fucking pocket that change, fucker. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Fuck around. Find out. That's what happens. Uh, we have a couple new segments to the podcast this week that I am so fucking excited about, you guys. Uh, the first one is spoiled milk. Yeah. So this segment's going to be really funny and different. Spoiled milk is really just us talking about things that are going on, like spoilers, things that are coming out, maybe a preview, and then we're going to take it and put a spin on it on what we think is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> And so he doesn't know this one. Uh, I wrote this one. So you guys are going to get a real reaction from him on this one that I wrote. And this one is on the first episode of Rachel Goes Rogue. And the first episode of Rachel Goes Rogue is going to be released this week. And I'm so sorry that the podcast did not release when I promised you guys it would on Thursdays. It will be releasing on Thursdays going forward. So please look for the next episode to be released. Um, I don't know what this Thursday is. (laughs) So I don't know what this Thursday is, but um, Friday is the 19th and 18th, 7th, 11th. It's the 11th. So Thursday the 11th will be the next episode. This one's going to be released tonight. So I'm going to release this one tonight. We did have to do... um, The reason why we had a little bit of a delay is we had an episode with a caller for another segment. And so I'll go ahead with my spoiled milk. Um, The spoiled milk is Rachel Goes Rogue's first guest Mm -hmm. is going to be... Drum roll. Francis, Pope Francis. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Pope Francis is going to join Rachel to talk about infidelity and how he deals with it in the church and um, really just, you know, how he's the longest and oldest reigning Pope. Uh-huh. In history, he's 87 years old. He's not the oldest, 
but he's the oldest, longest reigning. So some of them stepped out and then lived longer. He's still reigning as the Pope right now. Um, But anyway, she's going to ask him how he deals with infidelity in the church. And um, they'll they'll even talk, um, you know, really slowly with a stutter and stammer. And, you know, she won't know what to say. And he will help her out because he's the guiding light Mm -hmm. for love and strength. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. I'm so fucking stupid sometimes, but I couldn't help myself. I cannot wait to listen, though. And you guys know that I'm all about redemption, so I'm listening with open ears. I'm going to report back the best. Mm -hmm. We're definitely going to talk about it on next week's episode, so make sure and join us. Um, And then now we're going to move to the next segment, and these are going to be Tales of Deceit is the next segment. And... What it is, is we've asked followers to call into a voicemail. You can also text us if you don't feel comfortable calling in and leaving your voice or voicemail. So please hit the TikTok page or hit the Instagram page for Breaking the Rules, uh, Vanderpump, and give us uh, a voicemail or a text of your, your biggest tale of deceit. If you were conned or cheated on and it ended explosively, but please, yeah, you guys uh, stay, stay on for this tale of our first chapter one, Tale of Deceit. Down under. Okay, everybody. Um, we have a new segment on the podcast called Tales of Deceit. And we have our first guest today, and her name is Taylor. And Taylor has joined us from Australia. We're so happy to have her with us. And uh, she has a crazy tale to tell you guys of deceit. I do. Thank you. Um, So, yes, um, many years ago, I was with a gentleman for, I think we'd been together maybe three years, and at no point did I have any inkling that any cheating or affair was going to take place or was you know was going on. I had no suspicions. Um, and then one afternoon, I he he was putting his Facebook, I think I found out his Facebook password. I can't remember how now. I may have looked over his shoulder out of curiosity. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> it's not something I would normally have done. I'm definitely not that kind of suspicious person. But um, saw it and was like, hmm, and had a little look at his messages, like was trying not to. But then, yeah, I think the next time, next time I was by myself, I had a look at his messages and there wasn't there was absolutely nothing in there except for this one message from this one woman who I'd never heard of. And the message was just like a, a smiley face emoji. And he'd responded with like a wink emoji and then an LOL and then that was it. And that was that had been like a, a couple of weeks prior to me having a look, and I was like, "What the heck? Who's this?" And so I was like, well, "I've never heard of this person." So I looked, grabbed his phone again, and then had a look and found that it was a woman that he worked with. And I was like, I'd said to my friend at the time, "Should I be scared? Should I be worried? What should I do?" And she's like, "Look, don't like it is a bit weird, but don't get too upset about this. Like, just have it kind of noted, but like, you know, I don't think it's anything to worry about." And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Had this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach, but I was like, okay, it's nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about. I feel like then, you had that moment as soon as you saw the password, Tita. Yeah. I know. I trust your gut, mate. I swear. Yes. Really weird things. Um, but then, yeah, so cut to maybe a month or so later. It was a Saturday afternoon. My uh, ex was at the pub as he did, his usual weekend ritual to get blind drunk. And I was at home and it was like about maybe 6.30 at night and I just was like, had this feeling, I'm like, I was going to check his messages. And then had a look and was like bang in the middle of this R-rated chat between him and this woman from work, like, you know, I can't wait to do this with you. And I was like, oh! Mm. And my world just stopped. 
and I was like I nearly threw up and was just like froze and was just gut punched. It was horrific. Um and just started taking screenshots and was like, what do I do? Was shaking. Sent it straight away to my friend that I'd asked initially when I'd first seen the messages and she was like, what the heck? That ass, you know, that horrible guy, blah, blah, blah. And then he came home from the pub and I was just like, couldn't even look at him. And he's like, what's the matter? I was like, oh, nothing. And yeah, I didn't say anything. And I was just extremely you know, uncomfortable and upset. And, yeah. but. It was just keeping an eye on his messages. Like he was saying, he was laying at the other end of the lounge to me. Like our feet were touching, and every now and then I'd hear his phone like vibrate, or he'd get his phone up. And so I'd had my phone under the blanket, and I was like looking as well. So seeing it in real time as he's saying these things to her now in front of me, I was like, you. How did you? Keep, how did you keep quiet, Peter? Like I'm sorry, I'm I'm a Scorpio, so I am like. If I'm yeah. seeing that, I am going ballistic and probably violently ballistic. Yeah, oh, 100%. I think it was a case of all those feelings at once where I'm like, do I castrate you first or do I, <laughs> you know, track you first? Do I, who do I get the, do I get the police here? Do I get my parents? Like, you know, I was so overwhelmed and shocked and I don't like confrontation anyway. So I just froze and it's like, it's one of those things where, like, if you'd asked me several years prior, like, oh, what would you do if he was to have a cheer? And I'd be like, I'd, you know, kill him, I'd break up with him, he'd, his bags would be out the door. But faced with it, it was something I'd never, like, a feeling I'd never felt before. Like, I was just numb and mm-hmm. basically, yeah, ma- maintained that feeling for a long time after that. But it was pretty bad. And, yeah, especially seeing, yeah, seeing it happen in front of me was, like, not cool. Um, and I don't know, I guess... I was a part, a part of me was in disbelief, I guess. I mean, like, you shared the messages. Thinking. You shared the messages with me. They were very explicit. Like, horrible. Yeah. Yes. That was horrible. a handful. They were worse than that. They were worse ones than that. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I just, so, like, so you, and I totally understand that. I, I was in a different place at one point during some deceit in my life and I did not confront it head on as well. So I understand being in that place. It were you captivated with Scandaval whenever it happened, PETA? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, I I loved Raquel, Rachel, whatever she's going by now. (laughs) When her and James broke up, I was devastated. Um and it was hard seeing them in the next season after they broke up, seeing them, they're seeing their interactions. So I was so involved in that. And then when the Sandoval thing was kicking off, it was just, I mean, I guess like most people, it was just gobsmacked, it was flawed. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that's kind of the reason why it's been so captivating for people because they had a connection, like she connected with Raquel because I, I'm sure probably because she had it, like James was, was, uh, adultered her in early yeah. seasons so i mean that made yeah. sense but i didn't mean to interrupt your story i know you have tons oh, more to <clears throat> no no that's totally fine <laughs> that's totally fine okay Dad, go ahead um trying to think where so i'd seen the message the first time like, this is the saturday night first discover the messages and then i was going to england for my brother's wedding a week and a half later so timing was perfect, and I was just like, oh, my God, do I go to my brother's wedding? Um, <clears throat> what do I do? And then it became apparent that whilst I was away, that was going to be their time to shine, basically. That's when all the can't wait to do this and that to you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, what do I do? So my friend that I'd sent the messages to initially to, for advice and whatnot, I got her to the pub with me the Sunday before I flew out because I was flying out the Tuesday and we were sitting there and she was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to look at him, you know, after seeing these things. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. Look, I'll, I, you know, it's my, my issue. Um, and I thought I'm, I'm going to take it up a notch a little bit. So he was messaging her while he was messaging her while we were at the pub and she was oh. like, I'm going to kill him. But then I was like, watch this. And so I was like, Hey, come over here for a sec. And he sat down and I was like, um, who's Leanne? And his face just dropped. And he's like, um, 
and he's like, well, what, what, why? And my friend was just grabbing my leg under the table, like, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, what? I'm like, oh, I go, last night, I go, you had this dream. And you were like, oh, Leanne, it's okay. We oh, won't tell anyone. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, went white. Like, oh, and I was like, and he's just gone, oh, and like one of our mutual friends has a wife called Leanne, like unrelated, but he's like, oh, I know that, that's the only Leanne I know. I'm like, I'm like, are you sure about that? You seem pretty, um, you were pretty involved in the dream. I go, it's so strange. And he's just like, what? She goes, it's so, don't be so silly. And I was like, yeah, I'll go, what, what were the words exactly? Oh, Leanne, don't worry. No one will ever find out. And he was just like, it was just, it was a dream. And he just walked off. My friend just had me by the leg and was like, what are you doing? You're such a smart ass. I was that, like, I was, that was, was, the reaction. that was so fucking ballsy, Peter. Like now yeah. you're like mad respect, mad respect. You're like killing it. <laughs> But he was he was still like he wasn't budging. But then again, I don't know what I would have done if he was like, "Oh, um, let's talk." I would be like, "Ah!" Yeah, I was just happy to wind him up in the meantime. <laughs> but so then that happened, and I was like, "Oh man!" And then before I flew out, I was like, "I have a really bad feeling that something's gonna happen while I'm away." And he's like, "Don't be so silly." I'm like, "Please don't cheat on me." And he's like, "What? Where's, where's this coming from?" And in my mind, I'm like, "You know damn well where it's coming from, mate. Take your pick your Facebook messages." <laughs> But I'm like, he's like, I don't understand. I, just, I would never do that to you. And I was just like, mm-hmm. And he's just like, I, I don't, I just, I, I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way. If I've done something to give you these, these thoughts, but just know that nothing had happened. And I was like, I will murder you. Anyway, so <clears throat> I've got on the plane and while I was in the plane, I'd given his password to a couple of friends. Um, so they could monitor the messages while I was like flying to the UK <laughs> to keep me updated. Um, yeah, that's when it was progressing as well. Pardon? It was a whole team. Yeah, yeah, myself and two others. (laughs) Um, and they were like, when I landed, um, they were like, oh, you know, yeah, they sent me screenshots of what they'd seen, and I was like, oh man, they're definitely gonna clue. I left out, I left the Tuesdays, which I would have landed in the UK maybe like on the Monday then, and the wedding was Thursday. Um, my brother's wedding was Friday. Their catch up was on the Thursday. So I was like, okay, I don't know whether to tell my, my parents or my brother's wife or I don't know what's my brother's soon to be wife. <clears throat> In the end, I ended up telling my brother's soon to be wife the night before her wedding what was going to happen. And she was just like, oh my God. Um, yeah, we totally would have understand, like understood if you didn't come. And I was like, because I was tempted to just say that I was going to the UK and then just like haul myself up in a hotel and uh, do the oh, shit. um catch do the catch in person, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been a whole next level of what they epic heck, proportion, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, you still you still go for epic proportions though in this whole ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> go large or go home, mate. It's really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, so um. My friend who I'd initially spoke to was uh, like, do you want me to do something? And so, yeah, before I'd gone over there to England, I had a key cut for the apartment. So I'd, I'd blue tack, I'd, I'd stuck the key at the top of my letterbox, knowing that my partner wouldn't have found it where it was. So anyway, so she had the key. She was, so it was like UK time in the morning and it was like nighttime in Australia. She's messaged me. I'm at the pub across the road from where you live just smashing a couple of scotch and cokes. I'll toddle over shortly. And I was like, have as many drinks as you need. This is, you do have, this is, I'm forever in your debt, basically. Um, and so I was like, you know, messaging me like every 20 minutes. Have you left Yeti there? And then about an hour later, I get a message. Okay, you need to speak to him. I've just left. The woman was there. Um, I didn't need to use the key in the end. We've, I've rocked up at the door and, and all I could hear was them talking, so I've just knocked on the door. And when he's opened it, like prior to opening it, he's gone a quick hide, and then opened the door. She's just pushed him out of the way, saying, "Who's in here? Like, who? I heard a voice. What's going on?" And he was just like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And she's like, "Doesn't matter. Who's here? I just heard I heard someone talking." And went to open my bedroom door, and the bedroom door closed back shut again. And so she's pushed it, and there was a bit of push and shove. Then the woman's come out and was like, "Oh, you know, hi, and then like, you know, I'm just work work colleague." And my friends just like, "No." No, 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 it's, that's not what's going on here. And then, yeah, my ex just like dropped to the floor crying and she's just like, you know, I deal with toddlers all the day. Get in here. And like dragged him into the room and just like lost it at him. And he was just like, oh, and just started making all these rubbish excuses. Um, like I suppose, I guess they might have been valid to him at the time, but he was talking crap. And, and 
yeah, so basically my friend let him have his say and then was just like, you know, you're disgusting. Then I've got the messages and then my abusive messages started. <laughs> <laughs> and then just called him every name under the sun and was like, you know, I said to you, don't cheat on me. And he's just like, you know, I asked you what you were doing tonight. And you said you were going to watch a couple of David Attenborough documentaries. What a load of rubbish. You know, get your things out of the apartment now. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was uh, very, a lot of, a lot of language that I've not quite used before, he said, but yeah. That's so crazy, Taylor. So, like, how far were you guys, like, had you picked a date for your wedding at that point? Oh, yes. Very much wow. so. Um, this was in the July, I think, and we are getting married in October. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so when, when I was there for my, in England for my brother's wedding, I had so many people saying to me on the day, you're next, looking forward to it. Oh, I'm like, gosh. Mm. Yeah. Even worse. So I, you're not ready to have those conversations, but they just yeah. are like, I don't know why people do that. Like it's, it's their thing. They're like, you, you're next or when are you having a baby or like, yeah. you know, they, they're always in such a hurry to make you live your life. Like just shut up and leave me alone. Like just let me enjoy my yeah. mother's wedding. Totally. I was like, oh, a few more beers and you'll hear all about it, peoples. But I was just like, no. I'm just just hoping you met a really hot guy at the wedding and still had a good time. (laughs) No, I was too, yeah, um, I was not myself. I was, yeah, I was very numb and just like mortified and shocked, appalled, angry. Um, Yeah, and just was like, became this vengeance demon like Anya from Buffy. That's all I was thinking. I'm like, that's it. (laughs) So I know you said that. Rachel was, you know, you, you liked Rachel early on in season. So what, yes. how do you feel now? Um, I guess I have a little bit, of, I, I, I don't know. I'm empathetic towards her because I just feel sorry for the lot of backlash that she's received. Absolutely. Obviously hate what she's done, but I guess there's more, t- there's so many things that are on the Reddit threads and whatnot that, you know, Ariana and Sandoval weren't together really. They were just kind of doing it for the show. I and all these things that it was all just a setup anyway. So I just feel sorry for her. If it was all legit, then shame on them. I think more shame on Sandoval than her. But yeah, I yeah. agree with you in the sense that I definitely don't think it was a setup. For as much as I've I've gotten as, and as deep as I've become in the the world, yeah. um, definitely don't believe it was a setup. I do yeah. think. I do think that there was a different relationship in Sandoval's eyes as what there was Ariana's eyes. So I think the two of them just viewed the relationship differently and it just created something um, of a sorts. But I agree that he manipulated her. Um, And I'm not a fan of her. I actually did not like her early on. Yeah. So she was not one that was a favorite of mine. Um, oh, really? <laughs> I love I mean, yeah. I love to see people rise from the ashes. And yeah. I think the backlash is a little bit, uh, a little bit extreme. Um, but I think that you have to show remorse and accountability and stuff like oh, that. And I think that her and him both struggle in that department. So. 100%. Just makes good TV, I guess, at this point. Oh, it does. I cannot wait for the next season to start. But also, I don't know, I guess what I've been, I don't know if what I've been reading, but I don't, I think Ariana and Lala fall out. So I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to be a whole, whole other season of just like ups and downs and emotional roller coaster ride. Yeah. Emotional blackmail almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sound so wonderful now. Like, I know you said it was many years ago. So like, I, like, are you happy? Like, yes. Yay. Yeah, I'm happy. I still hold a lot of resentment towards my ex, but which, I'm sure. Um, you know, I think I thought it was I might have gotten, I mean, it's like maybe seven or eight years ago, but like, yeah, I still curse his name. And that SOB bought a house around the corner from my mum and dad. I'm like, oh. you monster. <laughs> That's just dirty. Yeah, I made my parents delete him on Facebook. They know they know bits and pieces of what happened, but not the full extent. But um, yeah, I was just like, get him, get him, don't, don't let him anywhere near you. 
just delete him off Facebook. And then, yeah, my mum's like, sees him in the street every now and then. I'm like, oh, why doesn't he get already? See, and if I went home for Christmas or something, I'd get wasted and go egg his house or something. Like, I could not be a part of that transaction, Taylor, at all. Go I'd be lying if I said there weren't a few drive-bys that have been done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it sucks one night he was out the front and I was like, ah! <laughs> well, I think you totally dodged a bullet. Um, I think that finding that out, you know, four or five months before your wedding was probably a blessing in disguise. I know it didn't seem like that at that time. It probably definitely seems that way now because um, the dude did not deserve you. No, no, I know that. And I don't know why I, I don't know why I stayed with him. Like, but yeah, and I believe in second chances. I guess that's also why I, I sympathise with Raquel, Rachel. I just believe in second chances, and if it happens, like if she stuffs things up again, then you know she won't. She'll fade away into oblivion. But um, yeah, if she starts fucking yeah. Ken Todd, then we're in trouble. <laughs> you? Ken Todd. Who's that? Oh, the, the art dealer guy. The dealer guy. It's, it's Lisa's husband. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bless so, be, before we let you go, yeah. I'm going to have you play one little game, Taylor. Okay. Sure. It's going to be Mary Fuck Kill. I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be Sandoval, Peter, and Ken Todd. Okay. Um, marry Ken. Fuck Peter. Kill Sandoval. <laughs> I love it. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Only way to go, I think. We love it so yeah. much. Thank you 